Hello, hello, and welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Grandmaster Craig. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? In case you're joining us for the first time, I am Deputy Grandmaster Craig Greca. I'm a 7th degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a 5th degree master in the Choi Kwon Do Martial Art. I'm a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over four years in Kabuto Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai of Netflix show. Now, um, today's example comes to us in the first Karate Kid movie when Mr. Miyagi got ready to teach Daniel uh, his first lesson in karate. He uh, has sort of had a kneel-down moment and to have a serious talk about commitment. He told Daniel, he said, you walk on the road right side, safe, or the left side, safe. If you walk in the middle, sooner or later, you get squished just like grape. The same way with karate. If you do karate, yes, or you do karate, no. If you do karate, guess so, sooner or later, you get the squish just like grape. And that is actually our topic today. The topic is squish, just like grape. Okay, so I thought that'd be a little bit funny. Um, we're basically talking about commitment today, but um, our my personal history on this is that uh, I remember seeing this in the first Karate movie, Karate Kid movie, in 1984, and then I was hooked then, and I'm still hooked today. Never have I said I do karate. Guess so or karate, no? The answer has always been yes. Even as I've aged and gotten older, I still say yes to, to, uh, to now more than ever. Okay, so I still say yes more than ever now. Okay, so um, our work task today is a little bit generic. Um, we are talking about the jobs that we normally do. This particular one is not so specific. It's about um, when you do a job or doing your work, um, you got to make sure that you uh, finish your work or finish the job. Okay, I know that sometimes we have to-do list. I know I have one, and there's always like little things that I quite never finish up. And you want to make sure that you do that, and that's part of our topic today is to do that kind of thing to finish the finish the job, finish the uh, the work but also, too, to enjoy the process and also, too, to keep it consistent and to take it to the next level, okay? Now, one of the things I wanted to talk about today in our work task was staying healthy as you age in martial arts, okay? Now, when I first wrote this, I was thinking about just, you know, just me, you know, because I like to personally relate it to me, but um, this is for any age. This is what I'm talking about today will be for any age. Um, you need to do little things each day to add up to getting stronger. Okay, just like you do little jobs every day to catch up on the whole of the, of the jobs, you know, the, of the jobs that you're trying to do. Um, let's say, for example, that you, um, you know, I'm trying to think of a little example, but like there's a, a little example here at the studio. I'll just give you a little example. So like, let's say there's like, there's touch-up painting to be done, okay? So the whole project is touch-up painting, 
So like you, you have the big project, like the whole studio needs touch-up painting. But you can do just the pillars today. So like, for example, there's pillars that support the middle of our structure up. And some of those um, have some overspray on them that I want to take care of. So I can go through and just paint that color today. So that's a little job that's done that adds up to be the whole. Okay? So um, in martial arts, you do little things each day to add up to getting stronger. Uh, martial arts is a system of looking at all your overall conditioning and making gains to each area of your body over the course of your training and your progress of moving forward. Okay? So that's what we're going to be transitioning to today on our martial art practice. In our martial art practice, we are going to be incorporating stretches into our exercises. I've been saying this for a long time, and it's been a theme of many of my podcasts about incorporating those stretches into your exercises. Doing your stretches is just as important as doing your exercises to get stronger. Okay? In fact, maybe more important. Okay? The important thing is to always be moving. And it's kind of ironic these days because, um, you know, um, when I was younger and I was teaching martial arts, I always felt like we were competing against other activities. You know, like if a kid wanted to do soccer um, instead of martial arts, um, we would have to compete against that. Okay? But these days, I feel like I'm not competing against other exercises or other activities. I'm competing against the couch, okay, or the bedroom, you know, because these, these kids these days, they spend a majority of their time in front of the computer playing computer games or on their phone uh, playing games and talking to their friends. So I feel like we're competing against that. You know, they'd rather stay home and be on their phone than be in class. So that's a, a sad testament to our times. Um, so doing any kind of movement is extremely important. Stretching, uh, calisthenics, um, you know, martial art movement-based exercises, walking. So um, part of our martial art practice is bringing your arms, legs, and body um, while using, while incorporating the full body into every movement. What I was trying to say. So. Um, Incorporating your body into all in all movements, okay? And that's one of the things that in our martial art that we do. We want to make sure that we're using our toes, our foot, our ankle, calf, knee, quad, uh, hip, um, trunk, you know, uh, chest, shoulder, all into the punch, not just using your arm, okay? Now, there is a difference between thrusting techniques and angular techniques okay, that I wanted to touch on today. Thrusting techniques are things like a regular punch or like a front kick or a side kick. Okay? Those are thrusting techniques. Those are techniques that are done straight forward. Okay? And it's kind of ironic that we're talking about you know, kids sitting on the couch and sitting on the, in the, in the computer desk is that you know, martial art games do that as well. The, the better martial art games um, like Soul Calibur and um, uh, Virtual Fighter and stuff like that, they incorporate those angular movements so that when you're fighting, you can move around the opponent, okay? Uh, which is more accurate to what fighting is compared to like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. Also, too, um, you can do weightlifting 
through your movements. Okay, I do this quite often, um, holding bricks, holding uh, dumbbells, uh, holding uh, different weighted objects as I punch, so that I can uh, and kick, so that I can um, incorporate uh, more weightlifting exercises in my martial art movements, and that's always a good idea. Also, too, just like in our rep challenge, count your reps so that you know how much work you are doing each day. Okay, so let's say you make yourself a little pledge to do 100 reps five days a week or three days a week. Okay, so make sure that you're doing it. You know, that you first have to make sure you're committed to it. So you do it, you say, I'm going to do 100 today. And then you're like, wait a minute, I've been really busy today. I haven't done any. So we need to do, we need to bust out 100 real quick. Um, I know people would disagree, but in martial arts, uh, 20 reps seems to be a good number. I don't know why. Like 10 is too little. 20 is really good. Okay, it's also easy to, easy to count too. So if you do five sets of 20, you've done 100 reps. Okay? And it's kind of like just like a quotient to know how many, how much exercise you've done for the day. Now, it's not just like, okay, I'm going to do like 100 halfway uh, crunches and call it a day. You want to make sure you push yourself too. So as you get used to it, you can up it. Sometimes at work, I'll do like 300 or 400 or 500, sometimes even 700 reps just because, you know, I'm bored or I don't have anything else to do or um, sometimes I do it just because um, if I use my brain a lot, I'm like doing a lot of like business stuff and, and uh, um, stuff that are taxes, taxes, we just do taxes, um, a lot of mental stuff. I like to, you know, down by doing a little bit of physical activity just to kind of balance it out. So that's, that's just me. I, I, I sometimes I get... Um, uh, I do too much mental stuff, and then I go, hey, you know, I'm going to go mop the studio. Okay, so I go mop the studio. And then we go back to our, to our beginning thing. We're talking about make sure you finish it. So you finish mopping every surface. Okay? So um, today in our podcast, the, the work task is kind of smaller, but the mental training of martial arts is a little bit bigger because we're talking about squish just like grape. We're talking about uh, commitment. Okay? So um, our mental training of martial arts is first, full commitment attitude. Having a full commitment attitude, okay? That's important, okay? You see students, um, martial arts students, and they've taken it to the next level, and you see them on America's Got Talent and stuff like this, and it's like, wow, they are so good, you know? And um, you have sometimes have competitions and contests, of excellence, and you see people just performing at such high levels, and then you people, and then other students are like really at very, very bottom low levels, and you're like wondering why is there such a difference? It's basically on the commitment that they make to their training, the commitment that they make to their activity, you know. And I know there's people out there that are like fully committed to every single thing they do, and there's people that are not. You know, I understand that, you know, and, and in martial arts, we can see people with natural ability and we see people with not so natural ability, you know, and I know sometimes in certain sports, they exploit that, you know, like I've seen movies and stuff like that where like the gymnastics coach is like promising that if they pay the $3,000 or $5,000 to be in their gymnastics club, that the kid will go to the Olympics and people know that's hogwash, you know, because there's going to be people that have natural ability and there's going to be people that do not. 
Um, so uh, basically, a lot of students do the guess so nowadays. Okay, guess so. It just it's just how people are. They 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 do not understand that new skills require commitment and discipline in order to be good at them. You know, speaking about gymnastics, I read you know one of the Olympic gymnasts. She would do like uh, like almost like three foot or yes or or bigger box jumps like hundreds a day. So it's like I think about our students here and like I tell them I'm going to do like we're going to do ten squats and they like groan oh and I'm like in order to be good at something you have to do a lot more than that you know so um, it's not a big ask it's not a big ask you know people that fly in the air like gymnasts they they do a lot in order to fly that high. You know, they don't just do it naturally. Um, one of the things that I didn't um, outline today that I wanted to discuss is that um, um, I'm not saying that if you are not fully committed to something that uh, don't do martial arts. That's not what I'm saying. I know there's a ton of people who start martial arts every day who are unsure of whether whether to start or not because they're afraid of committing. You know, but why not give it your all? Why not give something your all while you're there? Which brings me to my next point. When you're in class, be present. Be there. Okay? Don't be elsewhere, be there. Okay? So physically be to class mentally be to class, and be focusing on learning your material, okay? When, you give it, when you're given the opportunity, do it. Do your best, which is actually our motto in class, to always do your best. Never give up. Strong words. I know it's over, often overlooked. We just say pill song and we move on, uh, but it's very important that we do so, okay? Um, also, too, you can make a goal and strive to achieve it, both short-term and long-term goals. Okay, so um, that's important. Like I was talk, been talking to the kids a lot about it. We've had um, uh, New Year goals and aspirations in class, and we've talked about how to set a short-term goal. A short-term goal, very short, could be getting your next stripe on your belt. Okay, a bigger goal could be getting the next belt. That's still kind of a short-term goal because it's only like a couple months. And then a long-term goal a longer-term goal, is to advance from a beginner student into an intermediate student, okay? Or advancing from an intermediate student into an advanced student, okay? Or going from a color belt to a black belt, or going from a black belt to a second-degree black belt, okay? So there's lots of longer-term goals, and those longer-term goals are worth it, okay? And I hope that all my current students understand that, and hopefully my future students understand that. We really want to make everybody better. Now, this message also goes back. I know I'm kind of circling back here a lot, but that's important because uh, it kind of reinforces the, uh, what we're talking about today. Um, I was saying earlier about it, if you're not fully committed, okay, you can also use us as a cross-training platform, okay? There's nothing wrong with using us as a cross-training platform. Uh, we have a, I'm not trying to sell my martial art, I'm just talking about martial arts in general. Um, we have a cross-training um, uh, program, 
in our stu in our studio, which is once a week. Okay. Some people do this for economic reasons. Sometimes they do this because their their son or daughter is very young, so they want to get there and try to make the commitment for once a week. Um, I know that uh, most people that are in martial arts or doing a specific uh, skill or activity understand that twice a week is always better for learning. Um, and you can advance at a normal rate while you're going twice a week. Even weightlifting twice a week is better than once a week. Um, so it's very important that you do that. But I tell people, no matter which program you're on, whether it's the once a week, the twice a week, or the three or more times a week program, always train one extra day at home. And that's what this podcast is for. You know, you can get ideas for your training and then you can do them. Like earlier, we were talking about doing weightlifting through your movement, calisthenics. You can do 20 reps, you know, and you can do 100 a day or 50 a day, you know, just to get stronger, depending on your age, you know. And then um, one of the things that's hard is, is that when students are at a once-a-week program, they sometimes um, are unrealistic about their goals, Okay. So let's say, let's use an example. There's one of our students who comes in like, like four times a week, okay? Knows his material, knows his patterns, katas, speed drills, knows everything, okay? Then you have a kid student who comes once a week, and they expect to be on the same level. Not going to happen, okay? You have to be realistic about your goals based on your commitment level. So if you're a once-a-week student, you expect a once-a-week result, okay? Um, if you're twice a week or three times or more a week, you'll expect a different result, okay? So um, that's just something I have to tell parents all the time to remind their son or daughter that um, about that. So when they do that, that's what they expect, okay? And I've always been honest and upfront with people about their expectations, okay? Um, so just to wrap things up a little bit, um, we have a, our, our secret phrase of the week, or of the couple weeks, it seems like, um, is no karate do gesso. Okay? No karate do gesso. Even if you come once a week, go back to what I said earlier. When you are in class, be present. Be there. Okay? I've had students on the once-a-week program that did very well because they would practice a little bit at home. Okay? The people that are not successful, the ones that do it once a week, learn only when they're there and then don't do anything else the rest of the time. Okay, so make sure you do at least one extra day a week working out at home. And technique of the week. Technique of the week is actually knowing the difference between a thrusting or moving forward technique compared to an angular technique that goes around. An angular technique is like a swing kick or like a round punch, and they based, they're based on the centripetal force of the technique uh, for power and uh, for speed and power. Okay, so you have to know the difference. Um, in angular techniques, you have to make sure you bring your body through the target. You have to bring your whole body through the target, not just a little bit. Okay, and in the thrusting techniques, you have to um, advance your weight shift forward. Okay to make sure that you're using your whole body in the movement, okay? Now, the martial art philosophy tip of the week is full commitment attitude, okay? So circling back one more time, what does that mean? That means when 
I ask, or like Mr. Miyagi asked in the movie. Uh, if you, you want to do karate yes, you say yes. Not guess so, not no, but yes. Okay? So I hope that helps out uh, with your commitments in doing your martial art program. Okay? Remember that we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Grandmaster Craig. Have a great day. Bye-bye.